Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, somebody messaged me the other day and they said, Simon, your 2 plus 2 equals potato shirt doesn't make any sense. I face-palmed. I was like, that's the whole point of the shirt. Because if you sat down in the math class and you did 2 plus 2 and you said equal potato, they would send you into outer space. And talking about things that also surprised us on this week's or last week's episode of AEW Collision, FTR lost the flopping tag team titles. Watto is sent the internet into meltdown, but here is the deal. And while we always just need to give it a minute, it turns out that Cash Wheeler is injured, and therefore him and Dax Harwood decided, well, rather than just relinquish these things, why don't we have a couple of people whip our ass? That's why they're one of the best ever. They get it. Also, when you did see their opening promo at the start of the show, they were a bit like, man, we're such sad pandas right now. And you would be sad pandas. It's like when I lost our hair, our hair, my hair, cried for days. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to Ups and Downs for Collision, the show where we watch wrestling. And I say, well, it was pretty good. Or I say that was pretty bad. And you call me a positive Pete, which is totally fine by me. This weekend, especially, there were so many negative Nancys on the internet. Wrestling is there to entertain us. So let's just all chill out. Especially because the world is crazy right now. Let's up those downs. This tag match is how Collision began as well. Yeah. Our destruction. But it can't have gone all that long, and our challengers, big villain Ricky Starks, just went to FTR. They basically whooped them for a while, when the biggest of Bills grabbed Crash Wheeler, and he threw him to Alan the announce table. And we had the doctors out there. I don't think he's in a good way. Large William then booted Dax when he was going to go for the sharpshooter, and he gave him one choke slam. He gave him another choke slam, and he kept on choke slamming him until the words made no sense. When Ricky tagged in, they did that spear combo thing and the ref went one, two, three. This is what I did. I just stopped in perpetual motion because I could not believe it. This really was like watching a freight train blast through some cheese. Don't know what that means, but let's take the good out of it. I don't want anyone to be injured and I hope FTR do come back soon and all the love to those guys. But this is exactly what Ricky Starks and Big Bill needed right now. I kind of think in a major American promotion, it's the first time Billy Boy has held a championship, and that mother Hubbard deserves it. As does Ricky Starks, and I hope we use this to push him to the moon because he's so flipping good. This is me looking at Ricky Starks on the moon, even though, of course, it's just my ceiling. But the point is this. Again, it was a bad situation. Great way to pivot up. This is when we got reminded that on Wednesday's Dynamite, wait, no, it's Tuesday next week, and we all know about that war, we're going to get Powerhouse Hobbs versus Chris Jericho, which is a very intriguing match, when here came a dragon 
It was Brian Danielson. His ridiculous retirement run continues because he was taken on Carl Fletcher here. This kind of ties into what we were just talking about. So I do believe that Mark Davis has broken his wrist, so we sent all the love to that guy too. But Carl is gone. Yeah. Well, you know, I am a pretty good wrestler, regardless what scenario you put me in. Watch me fly. I also do want to shout him out because when I started wrestling, he was so damn kind to me. So yeah, just want to put a couple of thumbs up for that. When he got into it with Danielson, it was a damn thing of beauty. I mean, Brian could actually get a good match out of a llama these days. And once again, Fletcher, well, I was going to say has all the potential in the world, but it's more than potential. He's doing it right now. Danielson also locked in this crazy surfboard submission when he just started thumping Carl right in the head. And that must have pissed him off because all of a sudden he came back with this crazy dive. And I'm sorry, he must have been reading the Darby Allen book on wrestling because he just went careening into Barry Barricade. I was like, well, I could have done without that. Baz is already dead. Danielson then went to his kick, so Fletcher just leveled him with a brain buster, which scared the shit out of me when we got to the chops, which means you get this noise. It's pretty satisfying. It was in this great moment where Brian launched himself over Carl Fletcher and turned around and got super kicked right in the face. When he decided, oh yeah, well, I'm just going to go after your knee. So he did. But then got this death German suplex, thus pathiered, when Fletcher just smashed him in the back of the head. Now, I was getting a little bit oogly-woogly drawing this, because I was scared, but I was also very much invested. Carmen busted out a falcon arrow for a 1-2-oo, because of course that move never gets the 3, unless you're in a last man standing match. When he too started with the nasty submissions, I mean he was trying to strangle Brian, wanted to kill him. That was doubly true when he started to punch him in the skull when he went back to the dragon sleeper. But this is when Brian Danielson was like, ha ha, I'm going to put you in the European clutch, which is basically the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll up. And he got the one, two, three. Now don't forget this ties in because who does that maneuver all of the time? Repo man. It's not. It's Zack Sabre Jr. Given we had all those promos after Wrestle Dream 2, I think we may be going back to this way sooner than I expected. Totally fine with that, and I was totally fine with this match. Again, you should probably go and see it. Up. It all tied into next week's Dynamite 2 because the gates of agony were then here. I suppose because somebody hadn't oiled their hinges. They started to whip Danielson's ass as Swerve Strickland was like, ha 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 ha, I'm such a villain, when out came the Blackpool Combat Club to make the save. So there's your new feud. I also cannot wait for Brian versus Swerve either because both of them should win entirely sure that's something we can do in wrestling. We then had a quick interview with our brand new tag team champions. They were like, one, we just beat the self-proclaimed best team in the world. And two, isn't it nice that stars now have some championships? Ricky also said that there was going to be no rematch clause. And that made me laugh. I was like, well, if you have this kind of booking power, why don't you just say no title defenses ever? Still, again, I do think we've done very well here, especially if we do go to these two versus the Young Bucks. Hook it to my veins. When we got one of those out of nowhere matches. Because it was the Bullet Club taking on the random team of Metalik and Helico and Gravy. He's back. He's tired of keeping us all on the floor. And there is some irony to this because of course he just flies around the place like the ground is lava. And that was the same for his teammates. They were just ping-ponging and doing flippy-dippy-doo-dah stuff. When the Bullet Club were just like, nah brah. <laughs> they just whooped their ass. The best part of all of it is that Jay White had come out with his buddies as well. And he now has the AW World Championship, and he's just pretending that he's the champion. Now look, I know we've done this many times before in wrestling. I always love it. Gravity also did his spacewalk in order to tag in Metalik, so I love him massively. When the guns were in here, and they did some punching, 
And Juice Robinson was doing this as well. Some of these strikes, I was like, man, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore, Toto. Everybody was then trying to hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, but that's very difficult for him because he naturally floats upwards. When Angelico was here, and he basically had double submissions on the guns. This is when Juice was back, though. He just rocked him so hard with a punch. I laughed again. Bad person. Metalik then chose agility, but there was just too many people coming after him, so he got smacked with the 310 to Yudva. And then during that, Juice Robinson had tagged himself in so he could hit the DDT. One, two, three, nice and easy. And that all rhymed. White grabbed the mic after this too and was all like, yeah, that's right, I am the brand new AEW world champion. And also, where the flub is MJF, I thought he'd be here. He believes that Max must be tending to Adam Cole's injury, so that was a shot where he turned his attentions to next week Dynamite. And he was like, right, I do have a match against Hangman Adam Page. Maybe I should put the title on the line. Actually, no, because Cowboy, you've never defeated me. It's true. He then finished by telling Friedman he better be watching closely to see how a real champion acts. This whole Bullet Club Gold act is just, well, it's just all clicked. I like it, it works. And if we did pull the trigger and we did make Jay White the champion, I would have no problems with it. Because as he has proven before, he knows exactly what he's doing. Up. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. When Nick Wayne explained his actions... Thank goodness. I really liked it because it does tie into the many questions we did have. And he was like, listen, me and Darby Allen have been friends since we were young. But as soon as I turned 11 years old, he just vanished and he turned his back on me. He then tied this into the fact that everybody always references Edge and Christian because there was a time when everybody would mention Nick Wayne and Darby Allen. And he doesn't want to live in his shadow anymore. So the decision he took 
was to try and kill him, Christian has definitely got in his ear. You also admitted that Cage has now become somewhat of a father figure, so that made me crack up. But yeah, this all made sense. It all tied in. Basically, his brain has been corrupted by Christian because he wants to be his own star and screw you, Darby Allen. I'm intrigued to see how this works out because I don't think Wayne has ever been a heel before, but throw him in the deep end and let him swim. I think he'll do a very good job. I mean, it certainly has given him some edge. <laughs> Sorry. When we had a party match. It's fine by me. Free was the acclaimed defending their trios titles against the Iron Savages and Jack Jameson. <laughs> I just love these three so much because they are massive, but they're also happy to be silly billies. That's my favorite combination. They achieved this instantly too, because as Jameson was walking to the ring, he was shouting in the microphone when he went, we be dreaming and we be creaming. I've been thinking about that for days. I don't know what it means. Now that didn't really happen because they were mostly smashed here. I mean, they got a bit of offense in, but the whole point was just to give the acclaimed a win. So Daddy Ass got the hot tag. He kicked everybody's ass. We got the arrival. We got the mic drop. One, two, three. And it did what it had to do. So as I have said before, we really do need to come up with a proper feud for the acclaimed and these trio's titles. We don't want them to lose their way. And I think over the last few weeks, the Iron Savages and Jameson have proved they have something to them and we can give them a little bit of a push. So I shall keep everything crossed. And I just enjoyed this. It was nice. And I like nice. Up. Then had a quick video reminding us that we are going to get Shane Taylor versus Keith Lee in a big man slapping man meat match. And we got a little bit about their history. And let's just try and get this done very soon. Too many programs recently have gone by the wayside and then we've missed the point so even if we do it too early well i would say that would be preferred when it was goofy wrestling for life after this <laughs> makes me so happy for timeless tony storm was back and she is just the best because she was taken on kira hogan and after her excellent entrance she gave her the script and you can actually see this on social media right now and i get that it's not for everyone but it is totally for me. I mean, I just think the whole character is so well thought out. And of course, Kira got the script, screwed it up and threw it right in her face. When she hit the hip attack, I was like, man, Tony Storm ain't gonna like that. That's her move. Tony was able to get control when she did the whole, we'll be right back after our sponsors bit. And she has to keep doing this because it does make me chuckle. When we came back and yeah, Storm bit Hogan's ass. You can imagine how the internet has reacted to this. I think we should just leave it there definitely move on to something else. I think he confused Hogan more than anything because she then did get hit with the hip attack as Storm hit the Storm Zero for the one, two, three. And I don't know where we're going with Timeless, but maybe she could be the champion. But even if she doesn't win the title, I don't actually think it matters. Although we could do an amazing feud with her and Chris Statlander. And I've just come up with that now. That's what we should do. Ruby Soho was then being interviewed by Rene Paquette. And I was like, where the flub have you been? For some reason, though, it has taken her weeks to decide. Well, when she'd beat me, I think she cheated, which is why she is going to be in the corner of Soraya come Tuesday. She retains her women's championship. This was kind of funny, too, because Paquette was like, actually, I've just been informed that you're banned from ringside. So Soho was like, yeah, well, you know, I still think Soraya is going to win. I've watched this space. I think something's going to happen. When Eddie Kingston's big weekend continued... He was defending his brand new Ring of Honor world title. And this was after a number one contender match on Rampage when Eddie was also doing commentary. And because Commander with a K had won that, they had a match. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. And the only problem with it is that nobody in their right mind thought the Commander was going to win because that would have been the silliest thing anybody has done since, I don't know, Reggie did a big flip off a truck 
just to say hello to someone. Do you remember that on Raw? I think about it every day. Of course, Commander is faster than Kingston, so he outran him like he was a 90s arcade video game. When Kingston just chose violence, they punched him right in the brain. He also hit the chops in a T-bone suplex that set Commander flying when he hit the Cobra Twist. I don't know about you, but it always sounds like a dance. What are we doing? He also hit a moonsault for a 1-2-oo, and then he hit a 450 for a 1-2-oo. When we got into a headbutt battle, I was like, is a headbutt battle a thing? I mean, I can barely say it. Eddie then found his wind as he was able to smash out a urinagi for his own nipple. When Commander ran at him, he just killed him with the back elbow. I tell you why I like that move. If the other guy sells it like Commander does here, you're like, oh man, I think he knocked him out. One, two, three. So I really do hope we continue to build up Eddie Kingston and maybe one day in 2024, he becomes the AEW World Champion because he's just so damn good. But for now, ROH up. We then got all the news about next week's shows. And of course it is Dynamite versus NXT on Tuesday to the point we're bringing back NXT and we're going to do one big episode Mostly so I can remind everyone that wrestling is great right now and we should be enjoying it. And we got to our main event segment and out came Adam Copeland. So this was basically like Raw, although I don't care what anybody says. He comes across like such a big deal. I think he's going to do a world of good for AEW. Plus, he's a very lovely chap because he saw Jim Ross on commentary and he was like, thanks for signing me, Jim. I was like, what a good lad. He also admitted that his plan on Dynamite didn't work at all because he came here to team with Christian Cage Christian told him to go flub himself. Now, this is of massive confusion to Mr. Copeland because when he had to retire from wrestling and when Cage had to retire from wrestling, all they did was chat about the fact that maybe one day they could team together again. And now they have the opportunity and it's been flushed down the toilet. He also started to notice recently that Christian was keeping in touch with him less and less so that hurt him on the tum-tum. And given that he had said his name, he was like, Christian, you better get out here. But Cage basically ignored the wrestling tropes and he appeared on the big screen instead. That's not how it works. He essentially laughed at Copeland as well, which then made me laugh because he's a wonderful dickhead when he planted those seeds and he said, listen, I have no answers for you right now, but I will on Title Tuesday. Now I assume when you tell someone to go fuck themselves, you've given them an answer, but what do I know? When he sent out Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus to whip Adam's ass. Now, of course, he fought back in the beginning here and he gave this DDT to Wayne, who sold it wonderfully, Although the commentators called it the copacution or something. It used to be the education. Do not do that. Just as he was going to go for the spear as well, the dinosaur ate him alive because that's what he does do. And he gave him the choke slam. And just when they were going to smash him with a chair, here came Darby Allen. I was like, listen, Darbs, this is nice of you. But one, you're still like not balancing out the numbers game. And two, you have a broken arm. This came back to haunt him as well because they did whip him. And when he was down, they got the chair and they smashed it onto his limb. I think we're going to be seeing Darby Allen for a while. It did mean the collision ended with the bad guy standing over the good guys. And I just want to see where this is going to go. Because I do believe it's going to result at full gear in Adam Copeland versus Christian. And I have wanted that match done properly for like 20 years. Because I am an old dude and one day I'm going to die. I like this a lot. Which did bring us to the end of Collision. And look, I don't think it was the best show ever. It didn't light a fire under your ass. But if you were going to find some downs in that, I think you would be a little bit of a pernickety Pete. And I'm a positive Pete, as we talked about. Shouldn't be Pete. We'll go with a pernickety Paul. There you go, damn you, Paul. Why have you done it? 
point is up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's AEW collision or two nights ago. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Click the video right here, which is ups and downs for Fastlane, and just, you know, support the show. I'd appreciate it. Otherwise, have a terrific day, and I'll see you bright and early for Montag Night Raw. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.